You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash Film School. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. After 10 years in the film business as an assistant and script reader with $25,000 in savings, our guest today, Michael Arndt, decided to take a chance at writing his first professional screenplay in 1999. That's when he quit his job and the saga of Little Miss Sunshine was born. Michael Arndt, welcome to film school. Hi, thank you very much. Well, thank you. Thanks for being on. How are you feeling today? Uh, I'm feeling good. Are you, <laughs> I you're can't busy. Complain. I can't complain these days. Busy man. Caught <laughs> up in the buzz, are you? Yeah. Slash. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been pretty overwhelming, although I think now there's sort of, I mean, there's been a bunch of award shows sort of all in a row, and the Writers Guild was sort of the last one, so there's a kind of lull before the storm uh, at this point. <laughs> well, and congratulations, exactly. by the way. Thank you. Thanks very much. It, it, it honestly was a real thrill uh, to win that I mean, to win an award from your fellow writers really is the highest praise. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, in that regard, how much is the Academy Awards like the Little Miss Sunshine dance competition? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're a lot alike, actually. I mean, you, you are sort of being, you know, it, it, it is essentially a beauty contest. I mean, you're sort of put in this passive position where you're being scrutinized and yeah. and judged, and there's nothing you can really do about it. I'm trying to just keep my sense of humor about the whole situation. Mm -hmm. I, you know, honestly, I didn't, I didn't write the script ever dreaming in a million years that, that I would be in this position. This is essentially your, your first crack at it. You, you did write, what was it, uh, six others uh, before you settled <laughs> on this one. Is that... My yeah, writing? I, well, I, it, when I took a year off, I wrote I wrote seven screenplays in that year, and, mm -hmm. the, and Little Miss Sunshine was the, the script that felt the most finished, it felt the most ready to shoot. So that was the script that I sent out. Was it, Was there any particular reason you thought it was the most finished? Did you feel well, more comfortable with that one? I think just because it was such a simple story, mm -hmm. and I think that in the equation of character and. Uh, Story, it's kind of a zero-sum game, so the smaller the story you have, the more room you have for character. It was a film that had these sort of more fully articulated characters. People just responded to that. And, uh, and then, again, since it was such a simple story, you don't need a whole lot of twists and turns to make it work. It just came out better. When did your family van's clutch go out? <laughs> <laughs> Actually... I just I just found out that it it was in 1979 was when it happened. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that so? I mean, was was it in a similar circumstance as, as the movie? You know, pretty, were you on a much, trip? Yeah, we drove 600 miles um, without a working clutch. Whoa! So it yeah. was it was the same thing. You know, pushing pushing the bus <laughs> to get it started and then jumping in the side door. It's such a terrific vehicle, if you will, to use that <laughs> word to to convey the sense of family that these people have. Or yeah, are, yeah. are developing, I should say, as, as this trip evolves. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a pretty standard plot device that you just want to throw up a, a whole bunch of obstacles for your characters. Within a road trip, it's sort of a, a standard plot device that you have engine trouble. You know, and the key is trying to find a, an interesting way around that obstacle. And I just thought the whole visual of uh, a whole bunch of people having to push this sort of ungainly yellow bus uh, just seemed like a good metaphor for well, the whole thing. Well, so. having, having a, a nine-year-old having Olive push as part of this, this enterprise, as far as pushing it, getting the, the, the van started, it was, it's just beautiful. It really yeah, works very thank well. thank you. And, I, you know, I remember when they shot, you know, when, when they forget her at the gas station and they have to go back and pick mm -hmm. her up, 
And, uh, they, you know, Abigail did her own stunts. You know, she had to run alongside the van oh. and jump into it. And it's one of those crazy things that, you know, when you're standing there on the set, you're like, why in the world did I ever write this? But yeah. it, it seemed funny at the time when I wrote it. So well, it I'm, I'm just amazed that they were able to shoot it as well as they did. Yeah, they did a great job because I can't, couldn't help it as I'm watching her run alongside the van, thinking of the danger and all of those kinds of, after, you know, there's sort of this tension that's built into that little situation, and it just it, it heightens the, the sense of yeah. what you're trying to Yeah, I mean, I think that, that, but people, you know, people can see that you're not using a stunt double, I mean, you know, a midget stunt double. <laughs> you're not using a stunt double or anything like that, so that people can see that, you know, and, and when, I think a, a really important choice that the directors Jonathan and Valerie made were, that they weren't going to do it for certain shots in the film in the van they weren't going to do a tow rig so Greg Kinnear is actually driving and there's shots where you're looking out the front windshield and you can see the highway ahead yeah, yeah. and that you really buy then that they're actually in this bus you know yeah. you're not just doing a green screen or being towed around you were an assistant and a script reader before you you attempted this did that prepare you for what you went through <laughs> I was very well prepared, I felt like. It was kind of a crazy thing to do in retrospect, but at the time, I felt like I had been reading scripts that were coming from the major agencies, so I sort of knew what the market was. I knew what the caliber of professional scripts were, and I had been reading and critiquing scripts for long enough that I was pretty confident uh, that I would be able to write a good script. The thing that I wasn't confident about was, you know, once I wrote a good script, what the hell was going to happen to it? Mm -hmm. I didn't have an agent. I had no prior credit. So you just take a leap of faith and hope that if you write something good, somebody's going to find it and respond to it. Well, you must have had, uh, by the way, we're speaking with Michael Arndt, screenwriter for Little Miss Sunshine Academy Award-nominated screenplay. You must have had a a confidence boost when you uh, were working with Matthew Broderick and you got him interested in Election, which was a quirky little film. That was just a very small part of my job. You know, I was answering phones and picking up the mail and reading scripts for Matthew. And I remember reading the the script to election. That was actually a great instance in which the whole system worked. You know, a a script came in to the office. It sat there in the slush pile for a while. And then, you know, I finally read it, and I liked it enough that I gave it to Matthew, and he read it. You know, it all turned out very well. But a lot of times, you know, the the scripts that come in just over the mail are are things that, that, that sort of don't get first priority. I mean, the scripts that get first priority are the ones that have stars already attached to them or directors already attached or big offers attached to them. And that was a case in which the script just came in, sat there with all the other scripts, and it was a real meritocracy where that script sort of fought its way to the top and and got made. I understand that Little Miss Sunshine, there was a a bit of reverse engineering in terms of, of how it came about. Yeah, I tried to write a script before Little Miss Sunshine in which it was this gothic horror story and it just had this great beginning and everybody who, you know, read the first act was like, wow, this is fantastic. And and I could never figure out, you know, I wrote the whole script, but I could never figure out an ending that didn't just feel mechanical. Mm-hmm. And so uh, after I wrote that, I just said, you know what, I'm never, ever going to write another script until I know what the ending is. And uh, and I wanted to, for Little Miss Sunshine, you know, I'd written a bunch of downbeat stuff and I wanted to write something uh, in which there was this great, great, like, unbelievably happy ending. So it was really just me, you know, seeing clips of uh, a little child beauty pageant and these little skinny blonde girls and thinking, you know, would it be great if a little chubby girl got up there? <laughs> and uh, you thought it was just going to be a big disaster, and instead she she just rocked the house and blew everybody away. Yeah. Is that a recommendation you give to people? Uh, try, a- absolutely. I, come I, up with I, an ending. I, know that, I mean, there's, there's sort of two different ways to, to write. I mean, I think that people like Charlie Kaufman or... Uh, Miyazaki, the Japanese animator, uh-huh. tend to start at the beginning with a premise and move forward 
And those scripts have this sort of very wonderful dream logic to them. But I think that when you're writing forward, starting at the beginning of writing forward, it's hard to come up with a real strong ending. I mean, I am a proponent of sort of writing backwards, figuring out what your ending is. You describe outlines. Yes, I'm, I'm just a huge proponent of, of outlines, and especially just knowing what the major plot points in your script are. So that would be your inciting incident, your first act break, your midpoint, your second act break, and your climax. Right. There was a bit of a, at one point you had a, a you were struggling with a, the scene after, I don't want to give anything away. I don't want to say anything. Don't give it away, Mike. But there was a, the, the, the uh, being, being pulled over by the, the right. highway patrol, that, that right. scene. Because you yeah. needed something there, and, and you had some issues with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was, that was a scene that, that was sort of there for comic relief, and, and it was sort yeah. of all very funny up until yeah. the end, and I sort of didn't have an ending for it. And, and that was, a, you know, three weeks of writer's block. But it was, <laughs> you know, the lesson for that, if, for anyone who's, who's seen the movie, you know, the lesson uh, of that is that the, the, the ending that you're looking for, the solution that you're looking for as a screenwriter is usually already in your script, and you just need to find it. We're speaking with Michael Arndt. He's the screenwriter for the Academy Award-nominated Little Miss Sunshine. Yes. Speaking of uh, animation, you're working at Pixar now. Yes, I am. How, yes. how is that going? Is it uh, everything it's, you wanted it to be? It's been, uh, it's been way, way beyond my expectations. Right. It's a really... Uh, they, those guys have set up a, an incredibly great system of sort of quality control so that it's very collaborative. You know, I spent basically a, a long, long time sitting alone in my apartment trying to write scripts. And at Pixar, it's, a, you know, this open, very democratic sort of collaborative environment where everyone's pitching in and helping other people. And it really makes me realize how much easier it is uh, to write screenplays if you're surrounded by sort of a group of very smart peers that's able to come in, not, not, the whole, not all the time, you know, it's not when you're writing a first draft, but, you know, when you're stuck on something, yeah. they can come in and, and, and help you out. And I just wish, you know, they've had such a phenomenal track record. They've made seven hits in a row. I, I, it's interesting to me that Hollywood hasn't, you know, sort of come up and seized upon their, their creative method. You know, the thing that is, is Mark Pixar's films is you just identified it. They're smart funny. Yeah, yeah, and I think that, again, part of the thing is that it takes them so long to make their movies. You know, generally, it's the script I'm working on right now is going to be released in, uh, it, in the press it said 2009, but wow. that, that, that's actually incorrect. It's going to be released in 2010. Whoa. Um, but they've already, you know, scheduled out the entire production from week to week, on a week-to-week basis. Your expectations for this weekend, you've got the Spirit Awards, you've got, and then the Academy, I mean, sorry, two weeks. Sorry. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to <laughs> panic. I'm anxious there now. <laughs> Yeah, your expectations going in is this is this a little Miss Sunshine end for you? I or I, you... I, I, I I can't even. I mean, I'm very very happy. Um, yes. I, I think actually, I, I'm just very very happy to be in the race. I think that the, the thing that's really the nicest for me actually is that all my fellow nominees, I think, all wrote really really great scripts this year. Yes. Hans Labyrinth, The Queen, Babel, and, and and Letters from Iwo Jima. I mean, I would be happy to lose to any one of those scripts. <laughs> really really well made. Well, good luck to you. It is, as I said, it's a terrific film. Michael Arndt, thank you for being here on Film School. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews, or subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at kuci.org slash filmschool.